I'm just going to hit record, and we're just going to We'll figure it out. We'll go from there. We'll figure it out. We'll see if uh, if the mics behave. What are the gains on? Yeah, that's that's I'm at, I'm now hearing it. Yeah. What what are your gains? Uh, pretty high. Bring them down a little bit. Bringing down. Bring down the. Bringing down, for you and for you. I'll and probably keep mine check, check, check. up a little bit. No, How's that sound? Bring my game down. Yeah. Game down. 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 Daddy, 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 down. How's that sound? Daddy, da da. That's better. Right. Me, me neither. That sounds good. <laughs> we'll fix it in post, maybe. Sure. Yeah, well, no, we won't. We never fix it in post. <laughs> I mean, I do a lot of work in post. <laughs> That's why you don't see. <laughs> I, yeah, because, well, you're the brains behind the operation. But, uh, but yeah, so so we have a special guest today. We do? Yeah, I think we do. Who? Well, he's special in our hearts. Oh, you mean the pharaoh? The pharaoh. <laughs> we, have, we have Community Pat himself. Hello. Um, on the show with us, and you are listening to Dead Zone the Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Rick. Welcome to the Dead Zone Podcast. Dead Zone is the sci fi tabletop. He's still I'm, pharaoh. I'm, I'm still pharaoh. You're still pharaoh. <laughs> He's always going to be the pharaoh. Change. No. <laughs> uh, so cool. We're down at Thunder Force Studios where we record, yep. but yep. with Pat here, we're actually uh, doing a whole bunch of different things. We oh yeah, got yep. some battle repet battle reports in battle repeps yep. battle repeps <laughs> battle repos. Yeah, we just actually finished recording a firefight. Yay, uh, firefight! Which was which was a lot of fun. Uh, not a great day for the GCPS, <laughs> but uh, you know. Uh, lessons were learned, that's for sure. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see how the enforcers do against the marauders. It was, it was very eye-opening. Yeah. <laughs> the GCPS just disappeared. I, they do really good in the first couple rounds. Yeah. Um, but then when they start taking some damage, they're done. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a little rough. And, and, you know, doing that whole thing where, uh, you know, as you, as you play a list, you start remembering, like, yeah. All of the abilities and everything that you can you can bring to bear. Uh, so it was still kind of a first uh, run at an a thousand point list for me. Oh, for you, uh, yeah. So uh, that was that was a bit of the I think some of the learning curve on my end. Uh, but like I said, I had a lot of uh, I had a lot of fun playing it. At least you didn't hide your tank in the back. Yeah, you had you had like I, one of your heavy hitters. My peacekeepers. Yeah, I, I don't know why I left them in the back. Just sitting on an. I mean, other than there. scoring. Yeah. Well, you wanted your sniper up front. That's why you moved I, yeah, them off your objective. Went, and you yeah. left the guys that do, like, what, 10 dice? <laughs> yeah. Um, on a shoot? <laughs> 12. That's a lot of dice. Yeah. yeah. That adds up quick. Plus, they have AP when they go into melee. Yeah, yeah, I left the tank in the back. I'm not really sure why I did that. I was yeah. fine with it myself. <laughs> oh, I was trying to figure out what he was doing, too. But I thought, all right, he's in there to hold the, the objective. But then I was realizing, well, those veterans that you have... I go, just use those peaks to take those guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, okay. We're good at dead zone. We're not necessarily yeah. great at firefights. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's, it is a scale of game that's, that I have inherently never been great at. So, but I, I do think, like, with firefight, like, the rules themselves are nice and, and straightforward. Quick and easy. They're yeah. quick and easy. You know, definitely got back in the flow of it because uh, I, yeah. I haven't played in, in quite a bit. Um and you know, especially with the holidays and everything, it's been it's been busy. Uh, yep. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, by by the second round, you know, definitely a better feel of of how things are moving. What is the best way to to use a unit in this space? And um, and I think that the layout of the board too uh, was much more balanced than like our, our Michigan GT boards. Yeah, think, it was. I think we're we definitely learned uh, a lot uh, since that time. And you know, going forward, we're we're getting prepped for Adepticon. Yep. Uh, which, which that's like 
75 days? It's going to be mm, soon. Uh, going to be from day of recording. Three months. Yeah, it's like in a couple yeah, we're just over. Yeah, the, the episodes air on the twenty eighth of each month. So by the time you guys are hearing this, <laughs> it's, it's down, be to down to two months, <laughs> so, and we're going to be panicking. <laughs> uh, so that's one of the reasons why we're recording a little bit earlier uh, yep. in the month. Uh, so we're well, obviously, plus we got Pat. Obviously, we're going to be missing a whole bunch of news that's always happening. <laughs> we we record. Oh, Pat might have some news for we us. Record and then all of a sudden, like the news drops the week <laughs> after we record. It's like, oh, Maison Labs. Well, I, I mean, speaking of in the news, Maze on Labs. Maze on Labs. And Firefight. Coming to Firefight. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be ready for Adepticon, but it's yeah. coming. So, so as, as kind of my, my, since I'm running the Firefight tournament, Yo. my kind of standing uh, stance on it, my standing stance. Standing stance. Uh, is as, as long as the list comes out with about 30 days before the event, we'll allow it to be played. If it comes Ooh. out after that, uh, like in, into March. Sorry, we're gonna have yeah. to pass on it for for this time around. Yeah. Um, just you know, people wouldn't have a chance to play against it, which is you know a big part of a tournament. Well, you, want, you want to is, prepare is, and practice. A good time. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't have an answer for that just yet. Okay. Uh, He'll let us know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we have we have connections, <laughs> you might say. Um, but but as we keep circling around, Adepticon is coming up. Yes. Quicker than we believe. And Pat, you are very familiar with Adepticon. What, very much so. What's the Adepticon experience like? And, uh, you know, what can people look forward to? And also, how many Adepticons is this for you? Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of uh, question. So exactly. We didn't prep I him on any of this. going to Adepticon. So I'm still playing G- 40K. So I was going to Adepticon in 2008. Wow. The year 2000. Yeah, that's when I went, me and a couple of guys from GW would come, we would drive from Maryland, uh, Dave Taylor, John Schaefer, and, uh, oh, I forgot his name now. <laughs> he was an English guy. English I, stayed, I stayed at his house. His name I, wasn't Ronald. No, no, it was. Uh, but he did work for Mantic for a little bit. Now he's working for Warlord. Is uh, I'll remember it out of the blue. But we used to play in the team tournament. Oh, okay. So yeah. we would play forty k team tournament. We did that for about four years. Uh, nice. Yeah, because then Ronnie shows up around two thousand twelve. <laughs> All right, and that's when. Uh, that's when the world uh, So was that an immediate thing for you with Ronnie or? Yes, okay. because Ronnie was good friends with, uh, oh, I wish I could remember his name, uh, Steve. Okay. And Steve. it's an easy name. Stefan. Steve, he used to work for Ronnie in trade and Warlord at the same time. We would okay. part-time at the same. So I was good friends with Steve because we hung out in Baltimore yeah. Um, we played a team tournament. We were good friends. So he introduced me to Ronnie. This is right after I stopped playing uh, 40K. Okay. Okay. I just, you know, just like everyone else. You were just done with it. Something just pushed me over the edge and I stopped. Yeah. Um, so then I met with Ronnie. I met Ronnie just, uh, I came out there to help Steve added up the gun as a vendor and met Ronnie and then we just kind of hit it off. Ronnie did very well with uh, the zombies that year. Okay. The Undead. Everyone like loved the Undead stuff. Uh, he was very happy. He was uh, at that point where he was like unsure of what, what's going to happen. Yeah. And he had a very good Adepticon, and we had a good time. And uh, me and Ronnie hit it off, and we were, and it's been ever since like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talked about uh, what I used to do as an outrider for GW, and we just kind of went from there, and I took over the Pathfinder. I started the Pathfinder. I was the first Pathfinder. All right. And yeah. I started the program for Ronnie, uh, and here we are. And and they're making a big 12 push. Years. 12 <laughs> years later. Yeah, yeah. 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> and they're yeah. making a big push again uh, to with the, the Pathfinder program. Yes, um, but it's more for the, the UK and Europe side. Uh, our... 
the Americas have been pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. Since the get go, and they're on. I don't know how many people, four, five now. Okay. Taking over that program. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, huh. it's not. It's not that. Uh, is that just have a higher it, turnover? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's not you know no real kind of cause or anything for it. It's just you just happen to have yeah. new people taking over that. They've spot. had so much turnover that the program gets kind of. Like I've been doing this. I've been running the program in the states now, or the Americas, we'll call it. Twelve years. Yep. Mm. Same person. Yeah. Right, in the same way, same kind of people, same kind of interview process. Yep. Uh, and so it stays steady. But then when you have someone every two or three years coming in and it change or things get lost in the middle and, you know, you get to a point where, you know, someone's getting leave. When someone's leaving, they kind of just kind of slow down with their enthusiasm with what they're doing at work. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that was really scary. Like, when I first sent... <laughs> the application to you not knowing a thing about gaming at all and Meyer Walmart paints no primer <laughs> but it was painted <laughs> that's funny yeah so so do you want to just talk real kind of briefly about the the Pathfinder program kind of what's what's what do you look for in candidates because we actually have been seeing in the community a lot of people kind of expressing interest of like hey I've I'm into these games now. I'm really interested in growing my community. How do community. I help my community? How do I yep. kind of help that grow? So so what I personally look for in a Pathfinder is I'm looking for someone who is a personal person. Someone who can talk to a complete stranger. Because that's basically what you're going to be doing as a Pathfinder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is. A complete stranger, and you're going to have to talk to him about how much you love this game and why he should like this game. And you're going to have to, in a sense sell him this game. Mm-hmm. You know, he might not like it at the end, and you guys can discuss why, but you know, but you have to be able to have some kind of interpersonal communication. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so uh, one of the key things I do with my program is I actually have a phone interview. Yep. So yeah. when you apply, I sit there and we have a, a good 30, 30, 40 minute conversation. I ask some questions, I do a little bit of role playing. Scenarios to see how you handle. Throw some dice at them. Yeah, no, the whole thing behind the, the phone interview is to see how you can handle just talking with me. Yeah. Right, because at that time you you're pretty much a stranger. Yeah, you, know <laughs> you know, there might be a little bit of intimidation factor there because mm-hmm. I'm running the program. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if you can sell me you, mm-hmm. then that's all it really is to take to be a good pathway yeah, and and I think too like really keeping a positive attitude about games and not and not focusing on a negative side of of, yes. a, of any other even any other business. Like I, I remember not to spoil it for anybody. Like one of the questions is you know someone comes up to you and says, "Well, I like to play this game." Yes. Uh, yep. You know how do you respond to that? And it's not you know you you really don't want to be you don't want to knock the other game because no, obviously they're playing not. it because they they love it they yeah. really enjoy it for some reason well you know knocking what they like is not going to bring no, no, not going to endear anybody to you i so i've been a pathfinder for you for what 6 years or roughly about that six, so half six or seven <laughs> i still remember that question mm-hmm. because question. my answer was really simple um i'm not sure what 40k is <laughs> But this game is amazing. You lucked out. Because <laughs> <laughs> at that point, I didn't know. Like, yeah, yeah. For me, the miniatures thing, like, you started with 40K mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, I didn't do anything with Games Workshop. My mm-hmm. first mini game was Dead Zone. <laughs> yeah, Dead Zone First Edition, yeah. Yep. So, but no, that, that's that's great, I think, advice for anybody yeah. going out to play these games, I especially mean, in a community. That being said, too, there's a certain requirement for being a Pathfinder. Yeah. And you kind of have to stick to that. Yeah. I mean... I know there are a lot of people come out of the gates, and they're personable, mm-hmm. and they come out of the gates uh, a little spit and vinegar, but then can you keep that going? Keep that fire going? Yeah. That, that's what makes a, a good Pathfinder stand out from a, just a regular enthusiastic Pathfinder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that, so, I mean, that being said, too, I mean, you could come out and impress, impress me a whole lot, but if you don't keep up with your minimum requirements and everything too, then I got to cut you. Yeah. yeah. And that just, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Cause you, you are representing the company 
in in a certain capacity. Mm-hmm. So there's you know you you want to have that best foot forward. Yeah. Uh, and we need you out in the stores. Yeah. Yes. Demoing. Yeah. You know I don't we don't uh, I, I can tell a requirement. I mean we have a a quarterly requirement minimum. Yeah. yeah. So that means just going out to a store and playing games one one day every three months. Yeah. <laughs> it's for, not it's not for just a couple. It's hours, not difficult. So. No. But it's also not enough. No, like, I don't. I I think yeah, it might be not enough for some people, but but uh, you know, it's it's enough. I think for people who might have slightly busy lives. I, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm learning that. One day every three months is not too much to ask. I don't think. No. Uh, no. But that being said, I need you guys to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've been very lax in the last couple of years because. Situation, yeah. but you know now we're starting to open up, so I'm gonna start to start to enforce that again. Yeah, C- crack the Pharaoh whip a, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, more, you know. Uh, yeah, which will be interesting because we've already got lined up. Like you have a dead zone. I've got a dead a zone demo, demo coming up next week as of this recording. <laughs> I've got a firefight tournament coming up the month after that. Yep, and, and then it, we've got a Depticon. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then I have. A demo getting set up for firefight in February. Obviously, I haven't sent this to paperwork yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah, we had to put, fill out some paperwork when we because <laughs> I gotta I gotta uh, coordinate with Larry because there's another there's a big release uh, for Magic coming out in February. Okay. Yeah, um, and uh, Evo is really big on Magic, so when that's going on, yeah, yeah you don't yeah, okay. get in there. There's no room. And I, and I get that for sure. And, and I and I think a, a little a little persistence goes a long way, or or. or Perseverance might be the better better word for, like, uh, you know, if a store says no initially because they might have an event going yep. on, like being able to follow up with them and say, okay, you know, yeah. uh, this, you know, I'm looking at events in February. Yeah, I mean, like, or if they say no, then wait, well, what day would be good for you then? Yeah, exactly. What would work for you to, for yes. me to come out and play even, a game, yeah. You know, what, what, what's your, uh, you know, gamer base like? Because that can really yeah. impact what games are worth demoing there. Sure. Uh, you know, there's there's maybe some historical people will be more interested in say something like Armada, mm-hmm. as opposed yep. to something like Dead Zone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, or, or Dreadball even. So, um, but yeah. So, well, thanks for for kind of giving that brief synopsis. If you are interested in the Pathfinder program, feel free to reach out to us, or we can put you in touch with Pat. We're going to have your email uh, in the show notes if that's cool. With sure. You. Yeah. Of course. And. Yep. Um, and so, you know, feel free to reach out to them. And if you're interested in becoming a Pathfinder, you know. Yeah, there's, I think, an application on the website somewhere. Yeah. I have to look. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> the site's been changed since lately. And yeah, the, the site's been updated. There is a so section for Pathfinders. Yeah. I think they even just updated that recently. I know yeah. they've got a nice, a nice, really cool-looking logo. Looking logo. got a new logo yep. for you guys. Yeah, so... Pathfinders, Adepticon. Yeah, we're circling back to Adepticon. Again. Yeah, <laughs> because like Adepticon's a pretty big <coughs> deal. Yes, it's a very, it's a, probably the biggest miniature convention in the states. So yeah, yeah. and it mm. and it kind of like kicks off the year. Yeah, yeah, it's like the beginning of uh, convention convention season. season. Yeah. <laughs> and and what all is going on at Adepticon? Because. There's a chance I won't be there. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So what Rick's gonna miss? Is, <laughs> yeah. Everything. Uh, so everything. Yeah. So, so we brought back the team tournament for Kings of War. Yep. Oh, That's sweet. Be on Thursday. Right on. Mm-hmm. There was a big demand for it, so uh, hopefully people. I mean, when people tell me they want it, I try to give it to them, and then we'll, then I try to see who shows up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so hopefully you get another big. We had a really huge turn the first year we did it. Uh, yeah. And I'm having played in a team tournament. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, especially when you know you're still kind of get, learning how to play the game. Sure. It helps it to have a, a, a partner that's. Yeah, a, and the team tournament is set up to be just kind of a a nice nice time. Not yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Not uh, overly competitive kind of thing. No. Yeah. That, that's Thursday, I think. Yeah. Uh, because Thursday it's a hard day to plan for because not everyone can get in. Hey there, I'm Brian. And I'm Rick.
brain. You are listening to Dead Zone, the podcast. Keep listening for more excellent material from these two amazing men. Blaine, out. Before Rick gets back. Welcome to Dead Zone, the podcast. ASMR edition. Welcome to Dead Zone. Dead Zone, the cookie cast. Cookie, <laughs> cookie cast. This <laughs> is where we just eat cookies. Well, you know. We don't say anything but eat cookies. They're good cookies. They are good cookies. So, <laughs> so the question is, do we convince Val to make cookies uh, still for Adepticon and you swing by the house and get them? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might work. <laughs> if you want me to, or, or maybe Nick. I don't know if he's... Um, I think he's going. I don't mind you guys having your make gingerbread cookies to bring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll see. I still have to kind of coordinate to see. Yeah. Because um, I know talking with Nick, I might it might be somewhere we could carpool a little. Yeah. Um, depending on when he's wanting to be there. Yeah. And when he might need to be back by. <laughs> Correct, because I write his schedule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So before our, our cookie break, uh, we were talking about Adepticon the and the schedule. Oh, that's right. So we, the Thursday was team tournament. Uh, Friday is going to be a full day of yes. uh, Armada. Armada and Firefight. Yes. Armada in the mornings. Yep. And Firefight in the evenings. Yeah. Right on. That's and you're doing... I, you're doing a thousand points firefight. Thousand points firefight. Two hundred points uh, for Armada. Armada, and that both three rounds. Yes, they are both okay. three round yes. events. All the packets are on the rules and resources on the Adepticon page. Perfect. And, now and by the the time this episode airs, so will the scenario packets and the pre registration. So yes, yeah, register so we can get our numbers up. Mm-hmm. And then we can get more spaces if should more people want to play. Yeah. yeah. Don't wait till the last minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um and so those those should be really fun events. Uh again, kind of the, the thousand points and the fire like for firefight and the three rounds is we're still kind of seeing where the, the meta kind of lands yeah. as far as points wise and as far as kind of time. Uh you know, how how long does it take people? You know, once we get a good feel of you know, people are more comfortable with the game. Because, again, this is the first time this is coming to Adepticon. Well, it's second edition. For second edition. Because <laughs> uh, first edition, edition was for Firefight. Yeah, yeah, for Firefight. Yeah. Well, this will be the first national championship. Yeah. Yep. And it'll be the, I believe, this will be the fourth Firefight tournament in the U.S. I believe so. The yeah. Michigan GT, I'm still pretty sure, was the first one. Yep. No one has corrected no, us third, on that part. <laughs> was it the third? No, this will be, Adept's going to be the third. Oh, Adept's going to be the There third. was the Michigan GT, and then the one we're doing oh, yeah. in February, <laughs> and <laughs> then the Adept's gone. Yeah. Yeah. There, there might have been so one. So we're going to go straight to the National Championship for Firefight. All right. Yeah, yeah. There's two... Two warm-ups, if you didn't get into it, <laughs> yeah. sorry. Yeah, well, the, the Michigan guys are going to so we'll get see how the a Michigan nice, nice prep uh, for the event. Let's, I don't know if I'll, I'll have the exact same uh, uh, scenarios as, <laughs> as Adepticon, but uh, let's just say it's really easy to copy and paste a packet really that way. <laughs> so, so they might get a little bit of extra primer uh, just to, to practice and play, but like yep. I said, by the time this episode airs, the scenario packets will be live, so people can start practicing those and specific prep. events. Yes. Yep. Um, so that's Friday. Saturday, of course, is the Clash of Kings. Yep. That's the big event. Um, on a side note, uh, the winner of the Clash of Kings uh, will be getting a special prize. Uh, we are no longer going to be doing the flying okay. across the pond. Okay. Uh, at this point, I cannot say what the special prize is. Oh, Ronnie still has to make the, the announcement public. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> which will happen about a week from recording this episode. Because yeah. uh, that's how that works. <laughs> we're supposed to have a meeting, but uh, someone got COVID, so he's out for ah, a couple days now. That'll do it. And we're going to finalize all this stuff. Uh, well, speedy recovery uh, there. Yes, but uh, I think people will be happy with what's coming next. Right on. As yeah. far as... Uh, We've been doing the plane ticket now for I don't know how many years. Yeah, five yeah. six years. Um, it's it has been a big draw. So, it's so yeah, exciting and, you to know, see what uh, cost effective wise. It's just not. Yeah, yeah. it's fair. <laughs> um, 
So that's part of Saturday, and then run concurrently with the Clash of Kings is going to be the Dead Zone Tournament. Dead Zone. Yep, yep. Dead Zone. So yeah. this one is a 200-point. Uh, you push over. <laughs> one, 175. 165. 175. Yeah, yeah we, we like do. Weird numbers. 186. <laughs> 186. We do like playing around with, with the list. It, it usually fluctuates between 150 and 200. Yeah. Uh, Adepticon has traditionally been the 200 point, uh, you know, championship event. So well, I think we did 175 when you We did 175 it. last year. We did 175 last year. We did. <laughs> no, I do. I mean, no, I'm almost positive it was last year. It was, or the year before. Um, so the whatever last year, two, whatever year Rob came last because yeah, a lot of people, years. I shouldn't say a lot of people, there's a certain, certain people complained about 175 not yes. being enough. Yes. yes. And that's on both sides of the pond. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And so you so, guys confer and who complained about the 175? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We know who they are. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we like 175, uh, quite a lot. I just uh, feel I, like it should mix it up. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it, it is kind of fun to, to have something different. You know, it's, it's kind of like how Kings of War, you'll have the 190, or 1995, mm-hmm. and then you'll have, you know, the 2300, you know, the ones yep. that are just like five or ten points yeah. uh, in, a, in a random direction. So really, Tess, I, I really think if you could <clears throat> vary the points, it really tests your metal on do you really know how to make your army, or do, are you just good at taking everything you want Yeah, 200? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so we'll do 200 this year. Uh, but that is kind of a fun note for maybe next time or even just future tournaments to really really kind of play with the, the points uh, value for, for tournaments. Because it, it is... So maybe we'll do 186 points in, like, July. <laughs> yeah. No, just, no. like, some odd number. You're, it's true. And, and, I mean, you bring up a great point. Like, that is part of, you know, when you go to a tournament, you want it to be something special, right? You don't want it to just be, oh, I played I played 200 points all the time with the guys, yeah. or I played 150 or so. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why 175. Or I've, I've mastered, or I've mastered 200 points. I know exactly yeah. what to take for every faction. Yeah, so now, you know, throwing, throwing a little a little extra challenge. Yeah. What happens that's when you not, can't take everything you want? <laughs> exactly. That's not well, a and I think, scenario. Thing. Like, that's why the, like, the 175 point for Brian and I, that's like our sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Now, admit it, neither of us have played around with those odd numbers, which actually <laughs> kind of sounds fun. It actually does. <laughs> so, Pat, you're you're good at giving us ideas. Well, I like to mix things up. <laughs> it is why he's the pharaoh. So. Yeah. So, so the Dead Zone tournament that one is a four round okay. uh, uh, game, and so uh, that should be a really fun time. Uh, as, as it always is, really. Yes. And yep. so. Um, but yeah, like you said, that's it's it's more kind of early yeah. or kind of mid morning. Well, to and we're afternoon. also now at that point where something is going to have to run concurrently with another game. Oh yes, yeah. we have too many games now, so not everyone is going to be able to play in every game they want to play in. I do try and listen. I, I spoke about this on Counter Charge. I do try and take a, a, a soft poll through you guys, yep. yeah, asking your communities what they would like, and then I base my decision off of what you, feedback you give me. Uh, like last year, uh, we didn't think Armada was going to be we, the smash it was. Yeah. <laughs> so th- that was on us that year. I, yeah. But, you know, I ran it concurrently with yeah. Kings of War. Yeah. Probably I, a mistake, but. <laughs> and, well, it's, it's kind of funny. Like, I'm in a, a couple Discord groups now, yep. and I've already got a guy saying, yeah, I'm coming with, like, four other of my buddies to play in Armada. And I'm like... Yeah, oh. that's like five people already <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Um, you know, and like you said, that was like what was it, thirty players? No, how many? No, how many players? 20. Was, twenty less. Twenty players. Yeah, twenty players for running Armada. concurrent with Kings of War. Kings of yeah. War. So I'm yeah. hoping that we get more, yeah. and I'm expecting to get more. Yeah. Uh, so, but now it's Dead's turn to run concurrent because yep. Armada is the bigger draw at this point. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's it's always a challenge, yeah. and it, it probably will be. You know, uh, we'll just kind of you just kind of have to see how, yeah, I how mean, things but go. It just it, it is what it is, and I have to make a decision at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, it, is there going to be a mantic night? There is going to be a mantic night because because you won't be there. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah, no. I'm gonna bring I'm bringing it back now. I think it's been a while now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we're at a point that just. It is what it is. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
So we're going to bring it back, though. We are capping it at 80, I think. Okay. Okay. Because uh, so, so the room is pretty small. Yeah, yeah it, it is. has been in the past. So if you are interested, uh, do you have to order those tickets? Online, online? through the web store. We're still trying to get that worked out. Okay. Uh, Rob used to be the guy that handled that. Yep. Uh, since he since left, the new guy is trying to figure out <laughs> what we're doing. So. <laughs> the ins and outs and how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it will be up shortly. Uh, but that would be through Mantic's website. Yes, and then you'll yeah. show your, t- your ticket receipt at the door for us. Yep. Uh, we usually have it. I, oh. What's the name of that room? Euphoria? Yeah, Euphoria, it's Euphoria is, is our baby room. Euphoria, no, it's no, not. Euphoria B. Yeah, I think it's, it's like Euphoria the second B. room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we usually have Euphoria B. These are names of rooms <laughs> at the convention, yeah. just so you guys yeah. know. It's the second floor. Yeah, you, I, it's upstairs where I, all the Mantic stuff is. Yeah, because our all the Mantic games are run Euphoria D. Yeah, yeah, and we and the Euphoria out there. We'll have Blake's ten thousand point Kings of War game. The big out game. There f- the big game out in the aisle uh, again. Thursday and Friday. Cool. Because he's going to be playing the Clash of Kings on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll have a couple. John Jack's Doom Wheel will be out there. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's all I did. I think, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. I was going to do Hellboy again, but I wanted to make a new scenario and I didn't get around to get it. Yeah. That was, so. that was a fun game to play uh, last year, yeah. actually. <laughs> I mean, and Hellboy in itself was a good game. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I, I, how many games did I, did I wind up doing like six yeah. games of that? Yeah, or you did six like games that? at Hellboy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and like the people that came, you know, it was a they very quick pick up and play. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them went down to the store, <laughs> as, I, as I understand it afterwards, and and uh, you know took a took a big stock from you. <laughs> yes. On the way home, so um, no, it's a it's a fun game, but yeah, it's uh, got a lot going on already. So yeah. Uh, so that's Saturday, Mantic yep. overnight. We'll finish that, and then Sunday is a, a lazy day for you guys because Thursday, Friday, Saturdays are always busy, and Sundays are yep. busy days. Yeah. So uh, Clash of Kings finishes up on its own. It's the only event run on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I don't really try to put events on Sunday because everyone's just trying to go home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there, there's a lot of and... a lot of travel and, and stuff like that, especially yeah. if you're. And in... if you've been to Adepticon, it either snows or rains. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every single time. The last, true. The, I think the last time we had it, it blizzarded, so people got stuck. Something like that. Something like that. I remember we we were driving and yep. and it like downpoured for the stretch that I was driving. Yeah, I'm not sure how that works. And then you got to drive it and it was nice and Sunny. clear. <laughs> nice and clear the rest of the way home. I'm like, cool. So, yeah, I mean, it's it, Adepticon is weird in the sense that you never know what's going to happen with the weather, but something... It is the Midwest. Always happens. <laughs> yeah. In like March. It, like it either snows or it blizzards. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's it for the Adepticon... seen me you love me you know you want me here you're listening to dead zone the podcast with rick and brian don't turn that dial or i'm coming for you and and so um like like kind of pat mentioned earlier is uh, by the time the episode airs uh the open pre-registration will be open yep. it actually is going live the day after this recording uh, oh yeah it is so this this weekend and uh and like you were saying uh pre-registrations are really big for for are these events for, for us. any event for any event yeah uh, so if you're if you know you're going please do uh, those early signups they go a long way to not only tell the tos that are running it like what to prepare and expect for because yeah because in a lot of cases like you know sometimes it means we have to paint up a lot more terrain or yeah. or yeah. something along like that um, but also like you were kind of saying before uh, that can really go to show the event uh, the popularity of the game and whether or not we need more tables or more prize support or, you know, yeah. things things like that, you know, speak to the event to say, hey, these games are important. They have yeah, a they're huge close to being, they're close to so, We can see that they're close to being sold out. Yeah. Now I, we have an argument to ask for more space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, if you hit that 20 on 
arm back <coughs> in and start going from there, you're going to need the STLs to print more scenery because we <laughs> yeah. printed enough for 20 players. Yeah, yeah, I, I do have the STLs <laughs> for, for that, actually. So I think um, I only have two more sets left in the basement that I haven't <laughs> done anything but I gotta, but If we need to print more, we can print more. Yeah, I'll have to yeah. do some quick got, rattle I got, can. I got two printers at the house. Yep. Yeah. So, so we'll let us, you know, pre-reg so that we know how much we need to 3D print. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, very cool. Thanks for that rundown. So, so Adepticon, like we kind of said, also kind of starts the yeah. convention season. What's the rest of convention season look like for you, Pat? Oh, all right. So, <laughs> <laughs> what I have committed to so far <laughs> is, I think, C2E2. Which literally is the weekend after. He takes after a nap and goes to C2E2. <laughs> yeah. the, the bonus to C2E2 is that it's in my backyard. It's, in, it's yes. here in Chicago. Um, I don't have to worry about doing too much. Yeah. Uh, after that is Little Wars. in mm. Also in the Chicagoland area. It's in Lyle, Illinois. Um it's a smaller con, but we have yeah. a, a, mm-hmm. a there's going to be a Kings of War uh, Masters qualifying event there. We're trying oh, to do. Okay. Oh, cool. Uh, we're going to have to do some Armada demos. If there's enough people maybe wanting, we can hold an Armada tournament there. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, but I'm thinking about creating a Armada scenario that people can just jump in who've never played. Yeah. Oh, kind of like the stuff for Hellboy. Yeah, like yeah. what we do yeah. at like open night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a quick and easy rundown for yeah, Armada. Yeah, ships are there, and everyone just like like the, plays the plays as scenario. Can. You know, it's a it's a almost like a game that's already in progress in in some way or. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like one of the things I've been tossing around is uh, pods of tentacles <laughs> rolling around uh, the map, and then everyone has one ship. And oh. <laughs> they either have to. I, here's where I decide trying to figure out what to do. Either you got to try and hunt the tentacles down, whoever collects the most pods of tentacles, or treasure hunt. It's free for all, <laughs> and the tentacles are just out there attacking. <laughs> <laughs> Pat's got some crazy ideas. <laughs> I like so free for all. I do like free for all. Attacking, and then just like like seven or eight bases of tentacles are just yep. floating around, attacking the nearest ship. Things like that. So, where to go? Still working on it. Yeah. Um, Very cool. So after after Little Wars. Yes, after Little Wars uh, is Gen Con, which is July. Yep. So March is C two E two Adepticon. April is Little Wars. I get a break in June. <laughs> July is Gen Con, and that's just. A beast of a convention. It's the biggest convention in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a big one. I mean, you could argue the world maybe, but people always talk about uh, Essen, which I've never been to, and I'd like to go just so I can say it's not big as you got. That's a week-long commitment. Yeah. Of yeah. being in Indiana. Or <laughs> Indiana <laughs> uh, no, no, it's, um, Indiana's great. Um <laughs> So there's Gen Con, it's July, August, September. Do you have anything in September? <laughs> there's something in October. I, I, I'm I pretty sure there's something in October. Michigan GT. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, Michigan GT is in October, so I get the one month, another one month off. Yep. Then the GT, November, December is uh, PAX Unplugged. Oh, oh yeah. yeah yep. So... And then you start it all over again. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's where we're at right now um, with conventions. No rest for the wicked. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty rough. Pharaoh demands. Because you're, you're, doing, you're doing prep for those conventions like six months in advance, right? Oh, I start, I start doing uh, event submissions for Gen Con on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so beginning of January. I, yep. Event submissions for Little War started... The, the first. Wow. Uh, yeah, they, they busy want stuff. Yeah, so. it's it's when people talk about conventions, it's not just going there 
I'm working at least <laughs> yeah. six months in advance. You know, that's getting the that's just getting the events machine. That's not getting the hotels ready. That's not getting the everything <laughs> yeah, I need for the booth, the power, the the union workers together, hang signage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit, bit of work. <laughs> it's a bit of a challenge. Yeah, yeah. and I still got to work. Still working on Adepticon. <laughs> yep. I still got to talk to the food and beverage gal over there about open night. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they 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 like catering, kind of. Yeah, because we get they the, bring we out do a bar in. The, uh, yeah, I mean, because with your ticket. In the past, you've gotten two free drink tickets, yeah, uh, which you can use to buy at the bar, and then after that, it's cash bar for you, whoever. If you after that, yeah, want. yeah, that's uh, a <laughs> no. It keeps you busy, <laughs> yeah. so it's a lot of work. Let's, I just some people I don't think they realize how much work it is involved. In. Yeah, yeah. What's up, everyone? I'm Andrew. And I'm Coach. From Family Gamers 777 on YouTube. And you are listening to Dead Zone the Podcast with Rick and Brian. Do you think they'll be upset that our audio is better than theirs? Nah. Rick will probably just laugh it off. <laughs> Told you. Uh, so one other event I think we, we neglected to mention, which is kind of a, a pseudo event, is you have Brush with Death is oh, coming back to Adepticon. For oh, yes. yeah, Brush With Death. So yeah. we're going back to Adepticon, and one of the events that is happening at Adepticon is our painting competition, Brush With Death. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a non-ticket event. All you got to do is just bring your model to the Mantic booth. We'll put it in. The, uh, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Saturday by, I forget what time I said. <laughs> I, I think three, I said. 3 p.m. Uh, Those details are available. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're <laughs> online. Yeah. Uh, so whatever day I put on the, on the flyer, <laughs> or whatever time. Yeah, yeah. I know it's Saturday. It's definitely so, Saturday. You know, bring your model in Thursday, Friday, or Saturday by 3. Uh, we'll judge it uh, with the with the painting crew there. Mm-hmm. And then we will announce the winner Sunday afternoon around noonish. Gotcha. Uh, and how you figure right. that out, you just come by and say, hey, did I win? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go, is, your mo- is that one of your models? Yeah. Nope. And I go, nope, you didn't win. Then. <laughs> <laughs> be, it'd be really cool if um, uh, we take, uh, if you get like pictures and we can post them on like Mantic's website. We will. Because I know they, we will. Yeah, in the done... past, we've been very, very poor about doing that. Uh, because Sunday is a bit busy. Yeah. Yep. It's, I with mean, people it's... trying to buy and trying to get out and trying to. Get the winners, get mm-hmm. their models, or get everyone back their models. Yeah. I, yeah. Yep. And then sometimes the winners are still playing in a, in a tournament. Yeah. And so they come after we're getting ready to break down the booth. And so we're like, oh, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get your picture on Facebook. Uh-huh. Um, but yes, uh, my, my goal is to be better at that. Um. That being said, I might have to put a time limit on when you have to get your model out of the out of the case. Yeah, my, that's fair. Bad. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, it's also one of those things that like Brian and I we picked up each other's models multiple times. Yeah, from the booth, <laughs> it's like okay, we can grab the models. Oh, I forgot that one, and Brian would go out and grab it. So there's so, plenty of people that have friends. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's. Uh, it's exciting. Uh, it's uh, every year we get more and more people, so I'd like to see more people. Uh, if you're interested, we have six categories: fantasy single, fantasy unit, and fantasy monster slash war machine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sci-fi single, sci-fi unit, sci-fi vehicle yeah, cool. slash monster, or whatever and the, qualifies. And, and the sci-fi unit can be. Uh, I think in the past it has been like a dead zone strike team, or in this case it could be like a firefight. Squad. Uh, squad. Squad, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think I put down it has to be the minimum listed in the book, so I think yeah. it could be uh, up to five. Yeah. Well, I mean, some units are five. I mean, some units like are five. Like the GCPS are ten. Yeah, the Marines, yeah. Are, <laughs> Marines are ten. And so if you, if you submit your plague. Well, it, which is interesting, too, because, like, actually, like, the Peacekeepers, mm-hmm. they're a unit of two. Yeah. But then yeah, that's right. also incentive enough to make a, a, di- a better diorama base. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. It's not just about it all the figure. Takes. Yeah, it all we want to see it all put together. So if you want to put it on a diorama base, that's going to get you a little more, more eye looky uh, than just a single model by itself yep. or a unit by itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, the, and if you want to do Hellboy, those will be listed in the sci-fi category. Okay. Uh, Armada is fantasy. 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 Uh, was that as a, a single model or how are you? I think a single model and uh, fleet, fleet, which would I forget what I put. I think it was 100 points. Okay. Yeah, it was something like that. It was because 100 points is usually two or three ships. Because I, I remember last year there were some amazing looking ships oh, that were yeah. submitted to that. Yeah. Um, some of those were James Wobbles. So. <laughs> uh, and for a model, the big ship, the the big ship, the yeah, is yeah. the is the is the large model. Yeah. Them. Okay. Right on. Very cool. Yeah. So, so if you're interested, if you got, even if you don't feel like you have the painting skills, it can be really so nice have to have some submit. fun with it because yeah. you might be the only one that puts in a vehicle. It's true. It's true. Because it's the only way I'm ever gonna win a painting job. I, I, I won because I, I was mind. the only vehicle. <laughs> I don't mind winning by default. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it, it's you get and and by all means, like stop by the booth and check out yes those models in the display case because. There's some amazing uh, painting going oh, yeah. on uh, in the Mantic scenes. So. 100%. So. Really, right on. Especially those, like, comic book accurate Hellboy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. Got yeah. anything else, Brian? Because, I mean, I, you're the ringleader here. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the last thing is is less uh, a convention-related and so I think I think we've covered a lot of that. So, uh, Pat, you you might be familiar with that. There is there's a, a, a fan fiction writing group. Yes. Uh, for for Mantic, uh, Ronnie the Bard of Mantica. We <laughs> recently finished uh, the fourth quarter of 2022's Goblins. submissions, which was a goblin themed uh, <laughs> one. So many stunt bots and, and grunt bots. It was awesome. <laughs> and uh, I've got the the. The vote hasn't happened as of yes. this recording, so I can't say who, who won or who didn't yet. But I can give the, a quick rundown about what each of the stories was uh, very briefly. So it's not, yeah. not very spoilerific because, I mean, these are short stories. They're, they're pretty quick to read. to read, and they're a lot of fun. Uh, so the, the first one I had uh, was Good Deeds and Bad Days, which was by Martin Blake. Um, and basically we have rangers uh, sneaking into a dead zone to recover an alien tech and encounter marauders uh, <laughs> with specifically a plucky <laughs> goblin uh, that they, they befriend. Uh, next up is uh, Farewell by Ivan Crespo. Uh, this is a continuation of his Cora Cruz character. Yep. Um, or Cora Kurz. And, um, and she seems to be enjoying some time at, at a bar uh, set within the... the Lucky and, and friendly space of Nexus Sign. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm really intrigued to where, where that uh, story is going to evolve to. Next up, we have Stunt Bot by Craig Taylor. Yeah, that one's a good one. This was a, I really enjoyed this one. This was a, a goblin basically has to make field repairs on his Stunt Bot uh, <laughs> during uh, a fight with Plague. Uh, after an aber- yeah. after an aberration kind of takes it out of commission initially. <laughs> yes. That was a good one. Uh, I mean, they're all really good. And then we had Standing Stone, which was by uh, Jessica Townsend. And uh, this was a, a fantasy set one yep. uh, where you have a goblin tinkerer in their workshop uh, coming up with a new invention. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at that because that was a really fun one. Oh, nice. Uh, and then I guess... There was mine. <laughs> there is one more. Uh, there is one more. Uh, so mine was called The Deacon. And uh, <laughs> and it's uh, referencing a, a spaceship that's uh, helmed by uh, Captain Hopper, who's my marauder space pirate captain. <laughs> and uh, He's a pretty cool cat. <laughs> he, he's, he's a fun one. He, he's guest appeared in one of my previous yep. stories. And so now this is a, an adventure for him and his crew <clears throat> Uh, coming upon some some hapless forge fathers uh, trying to skirt the outskirts of uh, you know galactic space, uh, trying to sneak away with something, and uh, let's just say that some some grunt bots get flown out the airlock to uh, to go board that ship. <laughs> so, and I'll leave it at that because it's a yeah. Fun. 
I, I really enjoyed writing this one. It's Gundams. It really is. <laughs> it's, Gruntums. It's it's a weird combination of of Gundam meets uh, Harlock versus uh, Waterworld. <laughs> yeah, <Actually>. pretty much. <laughs> that's a, that's a good. That works. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I wear my inspirations on my sleeves. Yes, you do. So uh, just wanted to, to shout out those stories. Go check them out. Uh, by the time the episode airs, you'll know who has won and all the voting will be done. Yep. But, um, yeah, no, it, this was a great uh, set of submissions. It really They was. were all really fun. And uh, you guys should check them out. All right. And I think that about wraps us up for the night. I think that will wrap us up. So, Want to thank you, Pat, for for making the the hop Driving on up over. and seeing us. <laughs> no worries. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, and thanks for helping us with recording the uh, the battle reports and things yep. like that. Um, great talking about the Pathfinder program and and all the conventions uh, that <laughs> folks have have to look forward to because yeah. like those come are by, come those by are any, those, any one of those conventions. Come say hi. Yep. Yeah, it, it's and there's there's always some goodies at the at the booth. <laughs> to <Yeah>. check out. <laughs> Pat, make sure it's it's nice and stocked. Yes. So. Um, but yeah, so so those from those of us at uh, you know does on the podcast, welcome to twenty twenty three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is twenty twenty three. Technically, the first it? episode is the distant <laughs> Happy future. New Year. Yep. Yep. So have a nice night, everybody. Yeah. get to drive home yeah i get to drive home now <laughs> so i'll message my wife we're almost done yeah. oh john jack just sent me a message and <laughs> what was funny like the the preview of the message just says at adepticon <laughs> John Jack, it's it's not for a couple months yet <laughs> john jack's an adepticon he's what ready he's so ready uh, and he's asking me if I'm running dead zone. <laughs> and if so, how many points? Uh, Ellie and his friend Amos are planning to come. Sweet. Yeah, that should be oh, a nice. fun time. Very well, that's cool. And my wife uh, didn't do great at uh, <laughs> trivia, so. Uh, oh, yeah, that'll but, be fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so thanks again, Pat. Does she get angry when she doesn't do well at trivia? I don't know. Uh, no, we usually just have a fun time. Oh. I'm glad she was able to go, though. Like, that was... Well, Rick said, the way Rick said it, it sounded like... <laughs> She, she didn't win trivia. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Maybe it's more with like their she's fantasy coming home, football. She gets <laughs> coming home drunk and she just starts beating on her. I can't believe you made <laughs> That is the hardest <laughs> image to even picture between the two of them. I know. So, like, the trivia we're talking about, too, like, ranges dramatically in, like, topic and and decade. Come even. on. Yeah, it's like, yeah, no thanks. what's the uh, capital of, like, Ecuador was a, one of the questions. Or it, it was like, it gave us the name, and it was like, what does this capital belong to? And, Peru. And uh, it was... What's the capital of Djibouti. And uh, no, there's there's some... Djibouti. Some crazy Djibouti. Djibouti. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to stop recording now. <laughs>